Hello Aries friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aries December 2022 astrology horoscope mini scope. This is a shorter version with a little bit of a different presentation than I usually offer you each month because we were in the path of Hurricane Ian and as of the time of this recording still do not have internet so I have to keep things shorter to help me easier, maybe have an easier time of uploading them when I figure that all out hopefully to get these to you early as usual. This is for you if Aries is your sun sign, your moon sign, or your rising sign like me, or any other placement of Aries that you are watching for. This is part of your astrological picture. If you are a very late degree Aries, so we'll say April 15th through the rest of the sign, or around 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Taurus report as the Aries and Taurus reports will have info for you late friends, late degree friends. Okay, so I am calling the theme of this month, Aries ablaze, wild success abounds, here's how. Okay, so I'm going to tell you all the reasons why we have the wild success that we love so much in the stars for us at this time for an extended period of time, and a couple of simple things to do to facilitate that success. And it can be success on any level or our personal definition of success. Okay, so the first thing that we need to know is that it's only twice a year. Well, it's really, it's only three times a year that we have the personal planets congregating in a fire sign. And it's only twice a year that the personal planets are congregating in a fire sign that makes a trine with our placements, okay? So one of those periods of time is now. So we have these golden opportunities during the... July into August period of time and this November into December period of time where the fire signs abound, making the most favorable aspect in all astrology for us. Okay, so part one of our wild success is that the sun, which is a spotlight and adds warmth and vibrance, Venus, which rules love and beauty and money and self-esteem, Mercury, which rules communication, writing projects, expression, devices, appliances, anything having to do with mobility and travel, and star goddess Hygieia, which helps us to holistically heal. All of these planets are in Sagittarius, making the most favorable angle in all astrology to our Aries placement. So everything is ablaze, teaching, perfect teaching opportunities, perfect learning opportunities, expanding horizons, being able to have positive, creative solutions come to long-standing or short-standing problems, anything having to do with different cultures, different countries, different languages, international business, immigration, long-distance travel, publishing are all lit up like crazy at this time. And so if you have aspirations in any of those areas, the chance for success is extra supercharged, but you can use this positive energy to support anything that you really want to do or that wants to really happen for you. So we have all of that going on. This energy can also improve luck and it can help us to see things in a different way that can make all the difference. So even if something has been staring us in the face for a long time, these energies can make us look at it differently and all of a sudden be able to know what to do with it or the best way to handle it, or see a creative use for it. The next big reason for our wild success now and into May and even beyond 
is because Jupiter is back in our sign. Jupiter only moves through a sign during around a year, every 12 years. And so we started to have that energy earlier in 2022. And then in July, everything that sort of started expanding, then cooled off, went into hiding, went into, you know, a retrospective state as Jupiter was in retrograde and went back into Pisces. And now as of the end of November, Jupiter's direct blazing through those last couple of degrees of Pisces for good and getting back into Aries at where it will stay into May of 2023. Having Jupiter in our sign is this once in a 12 year cycle where everything about how we are and who we are and anything in our lives that needs energizing can be rapidly and profoundly expanded. Yes, it's true that sometimes Jupiter can make some messes, can increase something, you know, kind of make something have to come out into the open or burst, you know, for the purpose of healing or expansion or solidifying. But during this whole time from July into November, what Jupiter was really doing was helping us to shore up our foundation so our skyscraper can be built even taller. Okay, Jupiter is all about, you know, tall and wide and just growth. And when when it's in retrograde, what it's doing is saying, hey, that expansion and growth you want, can the foundation handle it? Or will it topple under its own weight? And then it goes through and shores up some things. So now that that shoring up process is done by this point, we've got the crazy expansion flow again. And all of this is true, even though Mars, our ruler, is still retrograde. Okay, so we'll factor that in but it's very important to know that you're going to be on fire and anything that is supposed to happen for you is going to get energized like crazy. Now, when I said in the title that wild success abounds and here's how, okay, I'm explaining all of these pieces, but one thing that's very important to know as part of the here's how is that you have to align your efforts with the things that are moving for you in a clear and mostly easy way, okay? Aries people, I know this from personal experience. We have a way of blazing through problems, just bursting through obstacles and greeting them head on or not even acknowledging them at all. (laughs) Just conducting ourselves as if there are no obstacles. And that's all fine. But when Mars goes into retrograde, it changes the energy. It will slow down certain things. It will cause certain things to fizzle. And if we try to force those things that are not wanting to happen, We can't use our usual Aryan will in Mars retrograde. So September is when it went into the shadow period, October, November, December into January, it's actually retrograde and it takes until March to get back into its normal flow. So for this cycle, our usual use of force for accomplishment, whether that's just our own hard work and elbow grease or, you know, whatever it is that we do to make things happen, we can't approach things the same way. And if we do, the keynote can be frustration and it can also create boomeranging of energy back at us in ways that we don't like. So the way that you're going to have your wild success now is by recognizing futile efforts. Something doesn't have to be done and you just have decided you're going to do it. You have to change that approach and work with the things that are being lit up, move your energy over from the things that are creating frustration and move them to the things that want attention, that are squeaking, that are flowing, Align all your Aries energy with those things and watch the magic. All right. So if you start to get frustrated, you'll know this is the keynote of Mars retrograde and you'll know to kind of back off. If it is something that has to be done, like a normal task, there's no way around it. Take a breather. Don't use the usual force. 
you know, take a, a little rest, even if it's for 20 minutes and let the creative solutions of this time, this Sagittarius energy really shine through, through standing on the mountain and looking at the problem. I like to kind of paint this picture of this energy as people in a little town, all of a sudden their water source goes dry and they don't know why, because they can't see what the problem is. So the person on the mountain can see there's a beaver dam a few miles up. So they can say, okay, go a few miles up, clear the dam and you'll have your water back, right? Well, this is a time for you to kind of sit in that space on the mountain and observe your problems from high up instead of from like, the, you know, the force on the ground level of like, I'm just going to ram right into it. All right. So the more you do this, the less frustration you have, the more success you'll have, the more ease and the more it will be really clear what wants your attention at this time. They'll be squeaking really loudly and opportunities will definitely abound. Sometimes Mars retrograde makes people lazy or lazy in certain areas. And when this happens, honestly, as I've told you before, if you've listened to my work for a while, being an Aries rising and with a ton of fire in other parts of my chart, I have come to love Mars retrograde because I get a break for myself. Aries people tend to be very ambitious. They tend to be very driven. They tend to be very active. And if we're aligning with the natural rhythms of the universe, then we know that there are times to rest and there are times to, to push. And even like, think about childbirth, you know, if you start pushing before it's time, you're going to wear yourself out. Um, but when it's the right time to push and you push, then you have the beautiful birth. Okay. And that's, that's what it is now. So you're saving your pushing power for the things that are aligning up and you're saving your pushing power for this brilliant opening between February, March, April, when is going to be our really, really, really big time to shine, um, then you're going to be able to push and do, you know, a lot of Aries type behaviors, <laughs> ways of doing things again then, but now we have to change things a little bit. So Mars in retrograde is moving through Gemini, which is a favorable aspect for Aries. This is full of opportunities. This is in harmony. This is in great balance for us. And so that whole retrograde transit, if we just honor this, this one rule of not pushing where we shouldn't and, and flowing where, we, where it's obvious, that can make all the difference and can really help us take advantage of opportunities involving writing projects for ourselves or helping others. Um, you know, our communication, improving our communication, getting educated on how to express ourselves better, getting more efficient with our communication and energy, and really just redoing how we use our energy. You know, we can do more with less work and be much more productive with less work. And so that's a time where in some ways laziness can favor us, you know, being a person that is not lazy myself and most of the Aries people I know are not. I mean, although some Aries do have very good delegation fingers, which they waggle at people and say, okay, do this. (laughs) And we're really good at that sometimes. Others just tend to do everything themselves. And although We may think that we're using our energy in great ways because we can show the productivity to prove it. One of the things that I have learned from, you know, throughout my life being around people who did not have the same ambitions that I did, who are not as energetic, where at some points in my life, I may have judged people who are not doing things. um, I learned, ha, I can teach these people something, but they can also teach me something with how to use their energy more wisely to conserve and then just be more productive overall with less output, saving that for other things. So this Mars retrograde is very much about redoing how you use your energy to be much more efficient, to be able to go further with smaller steps 
and you'll notice that that's happening. And the fact that it's making that nice angle to your Aries placement is going to help you be very successful, even in the midst of Mars retrograde. Now, while Mars retrograde might not be the best time for like our big mega launches, it is an awesome time to experiment with, you know, beta launches to get information and fine tune. It's awesome for experimentation with high opportunity and outcome potentials with low stakes. If you can run a marketing campaign where it barely costs you anything and you're experimenting, it can go wildly well without having an offside. The kind of things you want to do for your risk reward ratio at this time are low risk, high reward potentials and experiment with what those things can look like. Okay, so that can also help you to be very wildly successful at this time. Something else important to note is that we are starting to step out of the heat of eclipse season. And this is something to celebrate because the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle is not in a great angle for us. It's been a lot of energy of our stuff versus other people's stuff, you know, me versus we. People in our lives may have been needing a lot of focus from us while we also have some of our own focus that we're kind of divided between for our things. And It's been kind of heavy and kind of rough. So September into October, November, the heat of the eclipse season is starting to fade now. But four to six weeks after the last eclipse, which, you know, was at the end of the first week of November, here in December, we still could see some news and some events and some, you know, information progressing along the eclipse front. But some of like the big tension and the heaviness is starting to shift. So that feels really good. And, you know, these Sagittarius energies are just so light and optimistic and buoyant, and you'll really be feeling that. All right, so now let's talk about the Mercury retrograde cycle and divide the month um, as far as the levels of what's going on with that. Mercury retrograde adds to the retrograde profile that we've got going on with Mars, which in general is making this period of time really good for having woven your web and now just hanging out and seeing what food comes to it. Okay, this is, you know, a little bit contrary to what Aries tends to do. Um, But if you can kind of lurk around in your web and just pounce on the things that come to you, then that is very good use of your energy rather than going out and trying to build new webs in all of these different places and wear yourself thin. And there is a caution of that, especially this month, because we've got three squares with Jupiter, which can have a tendency to overdo, overcommit. Aries overdo something? Never, right? (laughs) We're not like the biggest zealots of the Zodiac or anything. So anyway, just kind of be aware of that because certain things that you can overdo might stretch into a longer term commitment or pain in your neck if you can't get out of something. Okay. So the tone of this month, especially from December 12th on when we start the um, pre-retrograde transit shadow period is is really just leaning towards writing things in pencil, flexible um, arrangements and agreements, waiting to say yes or saying yes tentatively and telling people in pencil and not in pen, okay? So get your pencil and eraser out because starting from the 12th on, you're going to be erasing a lot of things in your schedule. And the more lightly you leave yourself scheduled, the more you can leave room for that last minute magic, which is my favorite aspect of retrogrades. And you might have a lot of pop, you know, popping up of last minute magic, Now, sometimes it's hard with holiday things to not make some plans, right? So you got to do what you got to do, but just kind of know that the more flexible you can be with whether you're going to do something at someone else's, you know, um, invitation or whether you're planning things, things are very unlikely to turn out as expected at this time. And the more you know that getting into it, the easier and lighter time you have. So when you say yes to these, um, 
parties or, you know, connect, connecting with people or whatever, just kind of say, pencil me in, don't pen me in. This way, if you have to back out, your conscience is clear and it's easier. And the, the less you schedule, the better, if possible. Okay, so December 1st through 12th, Mercury is clear, you know, just normal. We're kind of cruising along the highway at normal speed. December 12th through the 28th is that awkward time of the pre-shadow um, transit. I always call it the slowing down to make a um, U-turn. So we're crossing lanes, slowing down. There's awkwardness in that. There's confusion. There are, you know, some mishaps sometimes. There are things that, you know, aren't working or flowing well. And then from December 29th through January 19th, we have the actual retrograde, which is symbolic of sitting at the um, median. And while everything's passing you on both ends and you're like, okay, here I am just kind of hanging out, waiting for what I'm supposed to do here. And then you're going inward and backward, being the earthworm, going over and over, you know, the things that are right in front of you, asking for attention to make fertile soil for new growth in the present and future. Then January 19th through February 6th, this is the time when you're trying to get back into the fast lane where you're going back in the other direction. You got to wait for your chance to pop into the traffic and then get up to speed. That awkwardness runs until February 6th and then it's clear and that starts to open up the period where things start shifting into that direct motion where things are going to really open up for us and you'll notice that. So just kind of assume that, you know, after the first couple of weeks of December, there's going to be extra layers of inward and backward energy. So while Jupiter's waking up certain things in your life, Mercury and Mars will be slowing some things and your wisdom is going to be in noticing the difference and following the flow. Look out for drama, for better or worse, fruition, completion, um, manifestation to come in the days around December 7th with that full moon at 16 degrees of Gemini. It's going to be right around where Mars is. Uh, so it's, you know, adding emphasis there. And that's a nice angle for us. So everyone will be feeling that goodness. But anyone who is within 11 to 21 degrees, the closer to 16 degrees, the bigger kiss you get from that placement. So we'll say like April 1st through 11th and the closer to like April 6th, the more you get a kiss from that full moon. Then in the days around the 23rd, we've got the new moon of one degree of Capricorn opening up new possibilities for work, earnings, passion projects that may or may not be paid, um, healing of father figure energies, and something putting a little bit of impetus on us for taking some action in our work, employment, or other 10th house manifestation world. So I've given you a few dates to work with here. If you want to have a more complete list of my top favorite aspects and more things to be extra careful and awareful about, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter, and you will get my write-ups, my detailed write-ups of the month ahead, as well as other newsletters that have content that I've created to help you make the most of the energies. If you want more astrology education, including my exclusive content portal, then go to AnnieBAstrology.com. That's Annie, the letter B, astrology.com. You can see all these links in the notes underneath the podcast and video as well. And you'll see my book there. You'll see courses. You'll see all kinds of stuff, including my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. So if you want to learn astrology for your own personal you know, help and helping others, even not for money, just to know how, I can teach you how to do that. If you want to earn money doing what you love, teaching people about the stars through their charts, I can also teach you how to do that. So you can see that at beastropro.com, beastropro.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month.
Bye.